Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-dub-dub. Yesterday was the Grammys, our very own Tanya Rad. Shined? Shown? Shined bright like a diamond? Shined bright like the star that she is. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Tanya Bell into Barbie? Tanya? What were you? Barbie. Yeah. I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hair was very I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. What was it like being there? Because, like, I obviously watched it and... (laughs) Okay, the hair... 
the things have taken a very different turn the morning after the day after it's so true because it's like you it is it's like you get ready for game day so it's like i spend an entire week you know just like getting my head in the game in terms of just listening to only grammy nominated artists and then doing my nails and you get the spray tan and you go to rehearsal and you're doing your covid testing and it's all kind of just getting ready for sunday and then after Sunday, you just have this, like, I didn't, I think I slept three hours last night and not because I was, obviously there was no parties. I came home, I ate in and out mm-hmm. and showered and went to bed. But then I like woke up at four o'clock in the morning with like crazy cramps and I couldn't go back to sleep. So, so here we are we have looking a like a tired Tanya on the podcast today. We have baby Yoda. The hair is ready to go. You look a little bit like the clown from It. <laughs> wow. Thank you <laughs> so much. I was thinking Marcus. with Dobby, Dobby from the... Oh, Dobby, oh Dobby, yeah. The house elf. Yeah. From yeah, a hair body. I'm yeah. very ambidextrous. I can go many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of different character roles here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do have to say it was really fun. I've kind of just let... I've let my hair and makeup and, and stylist just kind of do their own thing. And because I want to just like look different and have fun. Like I'm in this kind of space where it's like... We never get to get dressed up anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let's go for it. So we put some bangs on me. Those are fake clip-ins. And I was so into it. Did it make you want bangs, real bangs? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I liked them during the day. Like, I was like, this is cute for my, like, Tinkerbell look. And then I was, like, kind of over them by the nighttime. But oh, then yeah. it was, like, too late. You know what I mean? Like, it was just too quick. I was having to, like, watch the... So I'm having to completely changed my look in this trailer while I'm watching the Grammys on a monitor because we're doing the after party. So we're reacting to what just happened Mm -hmm. while people are doing your hair and makeup. So it's like, it's all kind of happening all at once. It's, it's actually very interesting. So I find myself looking on Twitter because I, I feel like I miss things. You know what I mean? You should do a vlog on your next thing. You should do a, like a, or have someone like go with you and kind of film like behind the scenes because it is interesting especially yeah. when you go for you do like a day to night thing yeah and because like our show so we did i did live from eat ended right at five o'clock which is when the grammy started so they literally walked me straight to my trailer and i have to completely switch my look which takes about an hour and a half so that's like takes me right up to i mean the show starting and then my and then the after show starts at eight o'clock so mm-hmm. it's like everything's happening all at once and I'm having to pay attention and they're emailing so all the emails are going off they're literally putting the show together as the Grammys are happening so they're like emailing us like updated scripts and things like that so it's all happening and it's like it's really intense like literally when you finish or you feel like you just I mean I was never an athlete but you feel I feel like I just like played a football Super Bowl or something probably exactly how Tom Brady felt exactly exactly the same Tom Brady adjacent well there was a lot of butterflies last night i know first Significant. of all okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with dua dua's dress uh, uh, she, it was a butterfly it was a butterfly it was a butterfly and she said butterflies are significant were significant to me last year and i was like <laughs> you and dua did that make you feel like so sisterhood or like oh uh, is that a common thing yeah it's actually <laughs> so, no it's so funny a scrubber messaged me on twitter or on something it was like i wish that they'd pan to your face when dua lipa said that to juliana because it's so true i was like this <laughs> <laughs> the signature tanya face totally i was like but what does it mean dua her she looked she was one of my favorites last night like me too definitely top three for me because like her out everything about her last night was incredible incredible um and then harry styles i know 
But I've known about Harry's butterfly for a while because he's had that tattoo for a minute. I know, but it was like Prominent. really on display last night. It was on display. And then um, there was a country artist. Um, uh, what's her name? I'm blanking. Was it Mickey? Yeah. Mickey Guyton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had butterflies all over her dress too. Wow. Crazy, right? So I, um, I, wait, where were they on her gown? I watched her. Were they like. Were those not butterflies? I don't on, the know. Car- on her carpet she had oh a carpet i didn't see the look. carpet okay, okay she had a, a carpet dress on oh not the one she performed in okay i saw her performance yeah i was no. like i don't recall that there was butterflies everywhere my head was literally spinning i <laughs> was just like swivel. yeah like, what is happening why are there butterflies everywhere i feel the significance help me lord jesus but what uh-huh. does it mean isn't it supposed to mean like were you supposed to meet the man of your dreams last night like what is the meaning of these butterflies we all world? met the man of our dreams last night and he is harry, harry styles, styles. <laughs> Uh, that's basically what it pointed me to okay (laughs) that's where they led me to they were butterflies all day and then boom on harry's chest someone sent it to me a dm and they're like oh my gosh this is this significant for tanya and i was like it's butterflies are significant for me now after seeing that (laughs) harry styles tattoo i get the significance um i just have a question because you know you had an experience with harry where you um hosted his one of his live performance shows. Yeah. And like, he was giving you that like flirty smirk while he was performing. And like, there were moments where I was like, Oh my Tanya, look at how he's looking at you. Whatever. I'm in a very, you know, healthy relationship. I'm very in love. But like, if I had that experience with Harry Styles, I don't know that it wouldn't enter my mind at least once a day. Really? I'm See, dead it's so serious. funny because I just did not feel flirty vibes from him at all. I mean, I, all I know all. is what you posted, which is like him singing and like looking yeah. over and smiling. That's all I need. That I was, that was talking good, about anything deeper I know, than that. I know. That was a good moment. I will share it. I do love him. I do. I don't know. It's like so weird. I think that. And also, I think it's a little bit has to do with my naivete. Is that the right word? Yeah, good job. Like when people are flirting with me, I can't really... I don't really, I can't tell. Oh, that's been clear many, many times. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, they were, I didn't realize they were flirting with me. Oh, that would have been nice to know. Well, (laughs) I'm just super happy for Olivia Wilde and congrats to her and. And to Harry for winning his first Grammy. I mean, it was just. Yeah. It's like, obviously he's physically very beautiful, but there's something about him where he just seems like he's kind and he's talented it goes beyond his looks because there's a lot of good looking people it's different it's true but yeah it it definitely felt yesterday like buzz in the air i was happy i was like i felt like on cloud nine honestly what do you think about taylor's performance are you kidding me it was so good (laughs) it was so good i mean like who how are we worthy to get a live performance of august like that how are it was a full mashup. We got we Millie. got Willow. We got August. We got Cardigan. That was it, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We got those, and I, I just everything everything she does is just takes you to another place. It's just yeah. the coolest thing to me. Yeah, I I told uh, I sent Taylor Banks a text last night, and I said I feel honored that I'm in the same generation as Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that one day yeah. when I have kids, I'll be like listen to these albums yeah i wish you could have seen i wish there was like a monitor on my face when i saw beyonce in the audience because i literally almost like like <laughs> poor liz is doing my makeup and i freaking like went <laughs> like i'm surprised i didn't get my eye poked out because i i, I was like she is 
feet away from me. The queen is like feet away from me here. So then I went on this mission of like, where are these tables set up? Because it was all like within a really small window or window radius of where Mm -hmm. I was. So then I was like, where is she? How do I get around that parameter to just bump into her somehow <laughs> that was me with jennifer aniston and the yeah, people's choice but like, let me how? tell you there was no getting anywhere near wherever she was i mean beyonce is just uh, she's one of those people too where you just are like that you the presence is pal- palpable palpable yeah her presence in a room and megan the stallion won crushed. just like you were hoping for yeah she crushed I feel, actually I feel, she, I feel good about that win and how about um, Billie Eilish's win where all she did was thank Megan Thee Stallion? I thought that was yeah. pretty cool, too. Yeah. It was funny, though, because it was just kind of, it was like that, it ended with like so much excitement. And she's like, yeah, well, I think Megan Thee Stallion should have won this, basically. It's like, thanks for watching. <laughs> I was the psycho, so the Grammys were running a little bit over time. And so we were all like ready and mic'd and like ready for our show to start. And I think the Grammys was running about half an hour behind. So we were like, let's just like all kind of hang and watch together. So like all the people who like the, the, the you know, camera, crew, like every, all of us were just watching and they were doing album of the year and they announced Taylor Swift. And I literally got up and was like screaming and like running around the set. Like my, my, uh, headphones like unplugged from my, my thing, my mic pack. And I was like flying around the thing and everybody was just like, are you okay? And I was like, I <laughs> Your bangs just like, are just like flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like Nick Nick Fradiani winning American Idol. It's the same energy. Oh my god! It was totally like Nick Fradiani winning winning American Idol. And like they were like, "Are you okay? Are you gonna sit back down?" And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Tony, the plug thing. your mic." Ryan mentioned this also on the radio today and last week that there's there's no on air Tanya versus off air Tanya versus TV Tanya versus radio Tanya versus podcast Tanya. It's all just Tanya. And that's the best thing. Even if that was a room full of strangers, you would have reacted the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That I forgot about that Nick Fradiani video. That is a pretty epic. That is a pretty epic one. <laughs> that noise is the stomping of the feet. Yeah. The stomping. There's a lot happening in that. Well, we also yeah. were not just skipping over the fact that there was a massive Grey's Anatomy episode, but we do have a very special guest that we're getting to. A very special guest. And it is not to. DeLuca. No, it's not DeLuca, but he it's, is dead. Sorry, spoiler it, alert. Oh, my God. oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's three hours of sleep but that's for Tanya. What I was thinking. Watching that episode, I thought, Dad's here. <laughs> Dad's here. Dad's here. Now he's R- all gone. R.I.P. man. R.I.P. Dad's here. Well, we have Anthony Hill, who we just love. He was on our Valentine's Day show, and he's joining us. We we booked him before we knew what was happening this last week, so it really just worked out that it was a insane episode and we got to talk to we get to talk to a Grey's Anatomy cast member today and yeah. he's the best so we will be discussing that in depth in, in a, depth in a few moments so don't want you to think that we're just glazing over a tragedy yeah and you know what else we uh shall not glaze over is um there was a photo shoot that was supposed to happen today mm. mm-hmm. it's going to be postponed TBD. So Tanya today writes me and she goes, what, what was your opening line? Bad news. I have some bad news. I have some bad news. And I was oh, like, geez. I go, what? 
And she goes, our photo shoot today. I totally forgot. I had no idea. I literally, and I go, I go, I go, yeah, what about it? Like casual. Hey. And she's like, oh, I started my period. I'm what? I think the direct quote was I'm Niagara Falls on my period. And I was like, oh, dang. Well, we can postpone if you would feel better doing it another day. And she's like, well, I'm going to take a nap. And then that could really change things. Not me to feel better. And I was like, all right, you just let me know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I just feel the opposite of sexy right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think like I couldn't even you, fake it right now. Easton and I do not know what you mean. We have never felt the opposite of sexy. I always feel you, sexy. Yeah. You do? We do. I, I'm not gonna lie, I do too, but like today's just not it for me. Like it's just not it. Y'all just what is that feel sexy? Like you always feel sexy? Easton and I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sexy, sexy, flirty, and thriving. How are you yeah. feeling? Sexy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We, we check in periodically just to yeah, make sure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, question. So is this going to be a soon situation or is this postponed indefinitely? No, not indefinitely because I really want to do it. It's just like I don't want to do it when I'm like on my period, you know? I, I have a question about where the pictures are going to end up. Because um, I They're going to end up on my phone. On your phone? Just That seems dangerous. Why? Or on her Dropbox file for the iHeart team to well, see that's, yeah. that's happened before. Yep. Accidentally going to a computer, to some network, losing your phone, phone gets stolen. I don't know. They're not going to be tasteful. It's not going to be like full yeah. news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, may I ask if you can swing the other direction? I, I recently watched a uh, Sex and the City episode where Samantha has boudoir photos taken and she frames them and puts them on her wall. And uh, oh. then the, the delivery guy comes by and she's like, what do you think of my ass? And he's like, it's a great ass. Uh, and it's a very empowering moment for her. I just wanted to float that idea. I don't know if I want to blow them up and put them in my home or if I want to post them in any capacity. Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be postponed. It's not happening today. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. I was literally counting down. I was like, oh my gosh, Tanya has a Grammy today, and then tomorrow we get to do her shoot. <laughs> I'm like so bummed. That's why I planned it for this day, because I knew I was gonna be like like, you know, on my game. I was eating clean, looking mm. looking lean and spray tan. <laughs> clean and mean. Eating clean, looking lean and spray tan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we can always uh, do like a little edit to make you look tanner. So don't worry about that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll 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 reschedule. Let me tell you something. A spray tan can do things to me that nothing else can. It's true. Like I just did a self tanner over the weekend just to make myself feel better. And it instantly boosted my mood. Yeah, I like to I, I've said this before on the podcast. I like to look at myself in the mirror naked and, and just say positive things about my body but when i have a spray tan on it's just i easy believe peasy. it yeah like, i'm like girl you look good over there <laughs> she's like normally when i say it i don't believe it but i still say it but when i'm tan oh i believe it oh i'm like girl looking snatched it does it, it's weird it's like i can't tell if it's a mental thing or if it's a real a real difference i don't even know what i'm trying to say like if it's if it's mentally like i know i look better tan i don't know i don't know it's like i love no, my, but I'm my, saying my own like skin a glow but there's that yeah or like i don't know if it makes me feel like i'm on vacation or something yeah, do you yeah, know what i mean what like saying. where i'm like yeah like 
I don't know. It does. It does something mentally. There just used to be that like you go on summer break vacation and you come back so tan and, and something about that just represented like freedom and youth. And so I think I attach when I have a tan, I just feel youthful and free, youthful and free. Yeah, I got my why. first spray tan when I went on my honeymoon <laughs> to Hawaii, and that was a that was a I felt great. It was awesome, right? Yeah. Didn't you just? It just oh man, it just does things. Rar. Oh, mm-hmm. she growled. She growled at her. She looked at the mirror and then growled at herself. So, <laughs> so that's where I'm at, guys. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to Anthony and to, with Tanya in this state. It's always exciting. It's you never state. know what's gonna come out. It really is a state. It's like it's 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 a state. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, we're gonna take a break and then we will be back with Anthony Hill to talk about all things Grey's Anatomy. And I cannot wait to talk to him. Same. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, 
playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, everyone. Today is a really big day because we have Anthony Hill joining us again on the podcast. Welcome back to the OR. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for having me back. I don't even know where to begin because I know because also like when we teased him, we were like, oh my gosh, yay, like we yeah. love Anthony. <laughs> Woo. But when we got that episode, it was just like, what the freak? We felt betrayed by everyone involved on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So, so basically you are on our naughty oh. list. <laughs> Okay, but to be fair, you you asked if I remember right. You asked what I could tease, and I said there's going to be a major shakeup. Oh, you know what, Anthony? You that. did say that, but shakeup in my mind should not equal death. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony is Anthony is a man of his word, so we can check that list. Check that list. Check that box off the list. You yeah, he, you are a man of your word because we said, "Can you please come back?" and you. Came right agreed back. to come back which wow <laughs> so he's trustworthy he's a man of his word he does what he says are those all the same thing i think i mean yeah. they all can go <laughs> under the same umbrella i guess it's a good thing to have in common maybe it's the same thing so it's all good okay so these are great qualities in you i almost so i'm watching the episode and spoiler alert if you haven't watched Grey's anatomy and station 19 from last week I highly recommend doing so. Okay. I'm watching the episode. Maggie's not answering her phone. Y'all are just romping around in this hotel room. And I was going to DM you and be like, DeLuca is dying. Answer the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh wish you would have. Yes. You know, they didn't know she needed some, some time. She never gets the time, you know, you know, Maggie did. She deserved what she, she deserved some, some good time in the hotel room with her man. It was just terrible timing. That's all. Yeah. It was just bad timing and no, no answering of the phone. Um, how do we, where do we begin? I'm like stressed. So are they just going to start, are they going to be killing all of you off until like the (laughs) show's over? Like, is that what's happening? I feel like that's everybody's fear since like season one. Like everybody does not want to be a casualty because they'll do it. They'll just start knocking them down. You know, that was the most unexpected. Like, I guess I've never really expected any death and grace, but this one was like out of left field. Out of the blue. Yeah. So I know. So he's dead, dead, right? (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you go, like, did the cast know that that was happening or did they keep that top secret? Like, how did that go down? Because I know there's been a few things where we've talked to, um, some of the other cast members and they were like, yeah, none of us knew anything about that, which I don't know if they're lying to us, but did y'all know that this was happening? Well, there's certain things that, um, Krista will keep from us all because I don't know if she just like 
kind of sick and she likes to see us all surprised, but uh, there's, certain, there's certain big things that she, that she kind of keeps low, low, low. But this one, she wanted to have uh, kind of a proper send off from the cast uh, as well as, I guess, the audience. So before we did the table read for that week, I guess, um, can I talk about who? Can I say all that or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We gave a spoiler alert. Yeah, we said spoiler alert. (laughs) Cool. So uh, she talked to Giacomo like before the season started. Her and Debbie Allen sat down with him and and talked to him about the whole plan for his character. And none of us knew until the week we we shot the episode. So we did the table read. It was like November-ish, I want to say. And... uh, and we got that news maybe even December, but it was fairly recent. So you and knew on our Galentine's Day podcast <laughs> that DeLuca was dying and you said nothing? I he said, said there's a shakeup. That's the most I can say. <laughs> what can I say? Think about that. What would you say? That's yeah, good... shakeup was probably the best thing you could have said. Shakeup is because, exactly what it was. Because like there's always been people I think have always been able to find spoilers in different TV shows and storylines. And for this one was yeah. just so out of nowhere. And like he was doing something so necessary, you know, like, which I know was kind of his whole chat the whole time with his sister. It was like, I have to do this. Like I have to do this because it's what has to be done. But exactly. it was just so cruel how then they did the surgery and made us think that he was fine. And know. then blood starts coming out of the nose and you're like, I- no, <laughs> I, know. I think that was actually really well done because I was watching and I was like, did they maybe change things? <laughs> yeah, did they change it? I was hoping, but, but yeah, yeah, they, they executed that really well because it was like a roller coaster. So that debunks my theory, what you just told us about. I had a theory that Giacomo did something to piss somebody off, like <laughs> some showrunner. And they were just like, you want, yeah. you want more vacation time? Now you got a lot, dude. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought he, yeah, I thought he did something to like make somebody mad because it's so out of the blue. Yeah, it is out of the blue. And Giacomo's like the greatest dude in the world. I know. I, I was shocked. I was like, what would he? Nothing. What could he have done? Yeah, he did nothing. It was just for storyline purposes, and it's because he built a character that everybody loves so much. So much. Had such a nice arc and was growing and had so many, uh, you know, breakthroughs recently with his mental health, and then. With this um, this new storyline on sex trafficking, it's been really interesting to watch him. Just so to see him go would be that much more difficult. So I just I'm gonna need you if Krista and Debbie come sit you down. I need you to just say no. Like I'm not. <laughs> you can't away. you can't do it. Maggie needs to be happy. Maggie deserves to have like a happy storyline. She's been through some things, and um yeah, it's just you're gonna have to say no when they if they sit you down. If yeah, they have if a I- meeting, you're busy. If I ever get that call that they want to have a meeting, I'm, I'll take that advice. I will. Yeah. Start. So you say the scrubbing in girl said, absolutely not. Yes. And it's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, oh, okay. We also read that Sarah Drew is going to be coming back, AKA April Kepner. Has yes. she filmed her scenes already? And are you in any of them? I unfortunately am not in any yet. Yet. But, um, that she... means there's multiple. Well, yeah, she's coming back. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know if she came back for like the funeral or something. I did see her. Um, I did see her on set, so I was like, "Oh, it's a real thing." And I saw that before the news dropped, and I think 
I might be mistaken, but I think I heard like something about Gray's fans being part of the reason that that had to drop. Oh, wait, what do you, are you insinuating? Was <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's even true, but I saw it on Twitter and I was like, We oh. have not been to the set as of late, so no. it was not us. Got it. But okay. we have sure. some people on the inside, Anthony. <laughs> no, we don't. No, like, we don't. we don't get any inside information. No. Oh, no. Y'all are playing it cool. I feel like you have plenty inside. <laughs> I feel like we, we had an insider with Giacomo and now we're screwed. No, he did not tell us anything either. No, he didn't. <laughs> Anthony's actually probably told us the most that there was going to be a big situation. Okay, moving on to, there was a moment where you, um, Jesse Williams, Dr. Avery, Jackson Avery, and um, Chris Carmack were in the backyard. Which, who's Chris Carmack? Uh, Link. Link, okay, thank you. And you have that moment of realizing that Jackson is Maggie's ex. Yes. Is there a storyline going to, is like, like, is there going to continue or is that just a moment that we got to see of you being like, huh? Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think that's uh, as of now, it's a little bit of a moment. I I'm hoping for maybe a little bit more of a dive into that awkwardness and, and a little bit more like, cause it, it's kind of entertaining to think about, uh, you know, Jackson and Winston kind of having like this face-off situation. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I realized that, you know, they're two grown ass men. And uh, and so there, there's a lot of maturity there and a lot of uh, understanding there. And I, and I kind of like chalked it up to that. So they don't really, they're not going to really get into it, get into it. I think that Winston handles it pretty well. There might be a little, a few more instances that we find in a couple episodes where that <laughs> might come up. But uh, that's all I'll say about that. Wait, so how far in advance have you, how many episodes have you shot since like, so we just saw this past one. I don't, that was a season um, premiere. How many episodes have you shot this season so far? Yeah, I, I've heard like other actors on the show say, oh, I get confused about where we are. And now I get it because it is kind of confusing about when they come out and what we've done and what we can say. And oh, so you can. do it like out of order. Some, some stuff is like, yeah, this, especially this back half of this season has been out of order because of COVID. It's been throwing some like mm -hmm. curveballs, everybody's scheduling and on all that. But uh, we have shot up until 13, I want to say. So we're about, we're about six ahead of everybody else. Oh, that's oh, a lot right. of episodes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was a big break. I mean, we didn't have any new Grey's episodes for like. It was like three months. Oh, is that yeah. it? It felt way longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so long. dramatic. <laughs> it was a long time though. So yeah, we've been shooting and shooting and doing stuff. So we're getting a lot done. Thank goodness. Okay. So the next episode, it looks like it literally starts off right where it ended last week. Like we literally watch everyone kind of processing the news that DeLuca has died. And um, like, is there, is there going to be like a funeral? What's the, can you give any hints of what's going to happen with how everyone is, are certain people going to go dark from this? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a, especially in this next episode, but even through the, the full back half of this season, there's just a looming kind of cloud of this void that DeLuca left because he's been on the show for so many years and he's mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. everybody loved him in the hospital and, and out of the hospital. And you'll know what I mean by that. Uh, 
next week, but there's a lot of people that are affected by his passing. And <laughs> I see y'all thinking. Yeah. And, uh, and so we do show kind of a memorial situation for him. I don't know how much I can say about it, but mm-hmm. but it's very true to true life. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, a lot of people can't uh, have. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we do handle it, though, with care. I feel like this season, like, they have been making it so shocking. Like, I feel like this season of Grey's, there have been a lot of episodes where we just, our jaws have been on the floor, like, compared mm-hmm. to last season, where it was, like, no offense, last season was a little snoozy. <laughs> and okay. this one, I feel like, <laughs> what? She's just on one today. <laughs> the hair. Well, I, I will be loyal to Grey's until the day of its last breath. So you don't have to worry about me. But I'm going to be honest and say, like, there was, there's been some lulls. There's been some seasons where there's been a lot of lulls. Absolutely. Well, like, even way in the past. I mean, there's so many seasons. It's like, how do you continue to make fresh and new storylines? But, but this season has been doing it. And I'm honestly, like, I'm scared for. <laughs> or what's to come a little bit. Yeah, I understand. Especially um, in the state Meredith's in. Yeah, it's not well, looking the, good. The, the, this, like, so am I. I really am. I don't, every time I will get a script, I'm like, what on earth are they going to come up with? And it's always interesting because, mostly because of the fact that they can play with this beach world. And I think that that's new. A very fresh take on Meredith. Because she's not in the mix, but she's so present but in this new realm and, and like just, bringing back, I mean, bringing back Patrick Dempsey was just like, I still just, I mean, un, I mean <laughs> the gift that 2020 brought in that yeah. was just unparalleled. Yeah, I stood up off my couch and I was like <laughs> yelling in my teeth. Yeah. Like they did that. <laughs> they went there. I, I just, yeah. I have such mixed feelings about the beach. Cause I'm like, Meredith, go get off that beach. And then, uh, and then there will be a new character that pops up there. And I'm like, we can hang right, out the beach right, all along. Right. Right, if, Denny, if Denny's coming back on the beach, like I'm down. Oh my God. She's like a huge Denny Izzy fan. It's yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah. She really connected was with great. He, yeah. He was amazing. I really right? connected with him on like a deep, deep level. <laughs> we always ask this and I don't think I talked about this last time um, we talked to you, but we always have said like with Grey's Anatomy cast members that we've had on the podcast, like if you got to choose the way you went out, by death, sorry. I hope yeah. that doesn't happen. If you got to, if you got to pitch your idea, what would you do? Oh man! Like um, shock factor, do anything. Anything's possible in Shauna Land. Yeah. Whoa! Anything is possible, and that's the craziest <laughs> thing about the show. Because I was just thinking like about the bomb episode, and I was thinking about uh, just the thing about the Lucas though is it was kind of perfect in a way because if he could pitch it, if an actor could pitch it, they would kind of probably want to go out as a hero. Mm-hmm. Like right, like George O'Malley. Yeah, yes, exactly. Doing something that that makes an impact positively on that little world that they're leaving behind and makes makes people kind of remember you as that, in that way. Mm-hmm. That cool. But I also like the idea of being kind of like villainous and going out like getting everybody like Turn it, turn everything on its head, oh. doing something crazy that nobody saw coming. Yeah, Anthony, if Winston turns, I have, I have told you, I have such high hopes for Winston. So if you pitch a villainous exit, I'm gonna be, you're gonna be getting some DMs. You're gonna have to uh, block me. This is Becca, <laughs> Becca really wants to slide into your DMs. This is what I'm gathering we from chat this every now and then. You we do, do chat. you guys chat without me? Yeah, we're like friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why am I not in that group chat? That should be a group chat. (laughs) What are you doing? Let's get it together. I I don't know. I don't know how to add myself in. (laughs) You guys have to do that. We were honestly though we were both like so smitten with you last time. I'm yeah. in a relationship, and Tanya at the time was definitely that. in a relationship. I was and, not in a relationship on when we had him on the podcast. Oh yeah, single no. Sally over here. Sorry about that. Single but anyways, Sally. everyone was like messaging us, and they're like, "Wow, the two of you were so gay." <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just so charming. Like we just love you. Yeah, we. I mean, we'd love to have you as like a like a, a reoccurring Grays um, person <laughs> because we've never had one. So I'd love that to be you. <laughs> you, had, you. Yes, you have. No, you we have, have. we've had Grays Anatomy, but not one that like comes consistently. Like we've had a couple that. She's have come twice. asking you to come monthly, essentially, yeah, which like feels quarterly, like a lot for you. Quarterly. Quarterly. I. You know what? I can't. Uh, I can't promise that because of scheduling, but. <laughs> I like the idea. I like the idea too. But you know what? I'm not so sure. So I like we. I said um, Sarah Drew is coming back. April Kepner, mm-hmm. and I I loved April and Jackson. Mm-hmm. I was like their biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. But now I'm on the Joe and Jackson train. Oh, and I'm, so now I don't I'm, know how I feel about April coming back. I'm still very much April. You are. Mm-hmm. I think I'll. I think I'll swing that way once I see her again. But I'm into the Joe and Jackson situation. Yeah, it's so interesting. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Me, I don't know how- again, another one of those things this season where I was just like <laughs> Exactly. And it's uh it's, it's kind of polarizing though cuz I've heard I've heard split split thoughts on that. Yeah, some- we love polarizing though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah polarizing yeah, yeah. Is, is good. good. Some people love it, some people hate it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's that makes it so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is 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 Winston yeah, but- like permanently in Seattle or what's the story like what's happening with that now? I hope so. But okay. the, I can say this, the, the topic of Winston moving to Seattle or going back to Boston comes up pretty quick. And that's something that um, is, a, is a big kind of moment. What, what is your specialty again? Uh, cardiothoracic. Cardio, that's Teddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teddy, Maggie. Yeah, yeah. You Interesting. Might just, I, might I think I just may have cracked something because that's Maybe. he would be coming in if Maggie is cardiothoracic. Then that would be what? That'd be I what? don't know. Feels feels intense with three. I mean, I don't oh, know. Like We've never work seen together, three of one. Work together, sleep together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't dip your a, pen in the company pool. But yo, think about it though. That is Grey's and <laughs> that is Grey's Anatomy from season one. Like work together, sleep together has been a thing. Exactly. Make it work, and it's whew, it gets messy sometimes. But that's what I like watching. If I was Maggie, I'd be like, "You're not coming into this hospital because all anyone does is sleep together and sleep with each other. So you're gonna go to Mercy. What is it? Mercy no, West? no, the other one. Uh, the one, the other." Was it no Seattle Grace Mercy West is what merged, and then it, there's another Seattle Presbyterian, something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'd be like, you're not working at the same one because I know these people, and they like to go in the uh the room. Yeah, but the Maggie would be going oh. with with Winston. No, no, no. They don't need to work in the same ho- the hotel. hotel. <laughs> same hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like I would just be like, I'd say the same thing you would. I'd be like, hey, if, if you come here, everybody just sleeps together or dies. So. <laughs> Let this happen. 
Yeah, my right. friend said, my friend said after DeLuca that episode, she goes, Mayor Death, right? Am I right? Oh. And I was like, wow. What? Like Mayor Death instead of Meredith. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. How morbid. It's dark. Yeah, yeah it's so, so dark. dark friend, dark humor. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, we love you so much. Thank you for coming on. I know, I know that. But, 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 all we talk about is Grey's Anatomy. Can you tell us a little bit about your, like, your life? Okay. Like yeah. what you do for fun? Do you like hang? Like what's your schedule? Do you wake up early? Are you a night owl? Like what's the vibe? <laughs> yeah, I'm a night owl through and through. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate sometimes because there's really no point in it because there's nothing going on at night ever anymore. But <laughs> I'm, I'm a night owl. I like to be up. That's when I thrive. That's when I like to write. That's when I like to read. That's when I like to do all the things that are like creative. For some reason, that's when I get rolling. You what know? do you write? Are you, do you write like? Screenplays, actually. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I'm working on some things. Yeah. Do, when you can go out, do you like to go out when we can do that? I do. I do. I what like do you out. like to do when you go outside? <laughs> <laughs> no, outside. not outside. I'm in out, like I'm to the bars. <laughs> yeah, I like to go to bars. I like to, I like to just. I'm super chill, so I like to do anything that's like low maintenance and just chill. But I, I'll go. I'll hit the clubs and do the wild nights now and then. I won't lie. But oh, oh Anthony, now and then thing. Unexpected. You know? Unexpected. Yeah, he's got balance. He's balanced. <laughs> yes, life's about balance. You know. But yeah. I like to I like to chill with my friends and just go out. I'm a normal person, obviously. You know? Well, so, yeah. last time we talked to you on the Valentine's Day event, you did say that you were single. Has that changed at all? Or is it still the same? It has not changed. It is the same. Are you on dating apps? I'm not on dating apps. I've never been on one. I would if <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would stay off. You'll get crazy <laughs> like me if I were on dating apps. So you get on dating apps. <laughs> crazy like you okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah but i would say like you know have friends set you up I yes, yes, but how else do you meet people like how else do you meet people especially in a pandemic like <sighs> i know and that's kind of the thing but i've been really really kind of fortunate in a position where i haven't thought too much about it because this whole new grace thing is massive and it's kind of like taking up my whole vantage point and i don't really you know i'm not really seeing a whole lot of I guess, uh, the extra stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to focus on this and I'm really hopefully succeeding on focusing on it. Cause it's a big thing. And I've been, I've been literally working for something like this my entire life. That's awesome. That's so cool. You know what they say when you're looking at the North, <laughs> it sneaks up and it hits you from the South and you're like, what the heck? That's what they say. Have you heard that before? That's have what they all say. <laughs> have you never heard that before? I've heard that, but I like it. Oh, yeah. My mentor used yeah. to tell me that. He's like, kid, when you're looking at looking straight north and you're heading to your future, it's just gonna sneak up right from the south and hit you upside the head. He just, yeah. he doesn't sound like that, but Does he say kid though? Does he say kid like yeah, that? Yeah, he calls me kiddo. Amazing. Yeah, that is well, amazing. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to sneak up from the south if that's what happens. You know, I'm just looking towards the north, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to look. You just yeah. keep looking in that gray's anatomy north and just gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just remember, like if Krista and uh, Debbie say, hey, Anthony, we wanted to sit down and chat with you. You're you're busy. Can't do it. Um, I'm busy. The, you know what? The ladies from uh, from Stubby <laughs> and I have to sprint to my car. And go. 
<laughs> Thank you. We could Butter have like we, like our like the scrubbers. Scrubbers are passionate, and we could really start like a petition for you for what for whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just come to us. You let us know. Us. We'll pass if the they, word on. Yeah, if they try to do anything shady. You come. We got your back over here. I like that. I'm gonna be thinking about different different things. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, the scrubbers you. won two People's Choice Awards against like Oprah. Oh, yeah, we beat Oprah Dak for Shepherd, People's Choice Award. So. What? I didn't know you'd be Oprah. Yeah. Her podcast, not anything else. Well, that's yeah. Huge. But our scrubber, yeah, that's what we're saying. The power of the scrubbers is real. So if it's, you need any votes for anything, we definitely have that covered. Yeah. Got you. By the way, I if you your podcast is amazing. Thank you. I, I yeah. love it. And if I didn't know that you beat Oprah's podcast, y'all should be wearing like crowns or tiaras or something. You know what's funny? I've told Becca we should put it in our Instagram bios, like beat <laughs> Oprah in 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah. Wait, no, 2018? No, it was 2018. 2018, yeah. yeah. Beat Oprah's yeah. podcast in 2018 People's Choice Awards. Like that is a, we should wear that as a badge of honor. Insane. Sashes yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And Amy Schumer. Oh, no. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's Oprah. Like, you can't. I know. Like, Oprah was like for a while because it went from like um, 12 nominees to six or something. And we beat her on the first round. Like, ours progressed onto the next round. And we were just like, <laughs> we were like, we don't even care if we won. We beat Oprah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a victory in itself. Round one. Yeah. <laughs> So from now on, when we pitch ourselves, that'll be the opening line. Um, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for that reminder yeah. of how epic it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just so nervous for the rest of this season. Okay. But, but you should just come back before the, <laughs> the, fina- <laughs> yeah, yeah, before before the finale, before the finale. I'm down. I don't know when that is. Yeah. When is it? How long do we have? Mark? It'd be like May-ish or something. They spread out pretty good. March, so. April. That's in two months. That's great. I'm you'll just, be you'll be you'll be itching to come back by then. Yeah, yeah he'll be yeah, he'll yeah. be ready for this moment again. <laughs> he, for now, he has to go and take some CBD or something to calm down. But do you work like seven days a week? Um, no, not not always. Not usually. You know, okay. it's cast with so many people like this, like 16 of us or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty filled this week, for example, and next week. But I think maybe the week after that will be a little less because I don't think, you know, you're not in every episode and, you know, how right. it goes. Yeah, OK. Well, we can't wait to watch the rest. I pray that this is not the finale, the series finale like they're teasing. Right. But I just am I'm on a my head is on a swivel at all times right now. So. Me it too. To it's just, it's a lot of anxiety watching <laughs> this season, yeah, which is well, good. It's not going to let you down. The stuff we've done so far, I'm really excited about. So excited about. I'll take that teaser. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Um, thank you for coming back. We love having you and you're just the best. So the best. <laughs> uh, thank you both for having me back. Thank you. <laughs> I'll right. talk to you later. Bye, Don't forget Anthony. us. <laughs> yeah, I will. Group chat coming soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, Tanya, you only blew Anthony a kiss. On the ga-. I was like, oh, did I really? Oops. <laughs> Classic. Okay, All right, have a good bye, one. Anthony. Bye. See you later. Thank you. <laughs>
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Tanya loved that interview so much that her hair is back in Baby Yoda style. That's right. I just I'm also pissed that you guys have a group chat without me. We don't. It's not a group chat. It's just me and him. 
he and i that's so rude we just talk also me with alex landy who plays um i'm totally blanking jake borelli's uh nico nico uh, what yeah you i'm just like chit chat with all these yeah. people we talked about mcdonald's mcflurries and stuff i'm like the dm queen to them no i'm slacking i gotta get back yeah. on my game but what a nice guy i love I that know. guy. i know i do too i love that guy he's like our friend he feels like our friend now that's why i said i was like you should come quarterly and that felt that feels doable and not over like that feels not like overly like aggressive. Over asking yeah, yeah. He's just, I just like him because he kind of just like laughs along with us, but doesn't make <laughs> us feel as crazy as we are, you know? Like he probably thinking, he's probably thinking it, but he doesn't no, make see, us feel I that way. No, see, I think he thinks that we're like actually more legit than we are. Well, the Oprah you, thing really, that you, was a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, he really, you. there was an, I saw a different level of respect in his eyes. Yeah. When we mentioned that we beat Oprah. I know. <laughs> Do you think we'd beat Oprah though now after her interview with Harry and Meghan? Yes, the scrubbers, are you know. kidding? They'd go even harder now. <laughs> Actually, you're probably right. Um, yeah, he's just the best. And Grey's Anatomy, I, I'm with you. I'm like, I'm. it's the good feeling because this is how it used to feel where you were like a little bit on edge for Thursdays because you're like... Yeah, and it's like almost you have to watch it live because mm-hmm. I didn't watch it Thursday night and then everybody was like sending me the spoiler. I was yeah, like... Yeah, it was spoiled for me too. Yeah. I mean, it was still traumatic, like definitely like I didn't know how it happened or anything like that. But but also I just felt sucked into that episode. Like it was Mm -hmm. one of those episodes where it was almost over. You're like, wow, I've not once checked my watch or thought about other things. Yeah, you got lost in it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I don't know if you watch both Station Night. I mean, you kind of had to watch Station Station 19 before. You didn't? No, and I had no idea. I was like, how did he get stabbed? And so I actually looked that up online. Oh, it's a Station 19 thing, which I don't like. Not that I don't like Station 19. I don't like being blackmailed into watching other shows. I'm the same way. It pisses me off. See, I... Don't try and play me, okay? Because I can play you right back. (laughs) See, listen, I actually respect it from just like getting getting viewers like it, it's pretty genius and they made it enough about Grey's Anatomy that I didn't feel like I no, was no, like it's what not am I watching? genius it's like okay let's say this let's say some uh, let's just put it into per- like uh, okay so our scrubbing in listeners we love our scrubbers right like we love them okay mm-hmm. and we're not trying to dupe you guys right like as right. we are the scrub like the Grey's Anatomy watchers that's like some other podcast coming in here and us being like, oh, okay, I um, went on a date last night. I'm not going to tell you about it here on my podcast. We're going to go talk about it on whatever podcast because you have right. to go to listen to that one. That's so rude and disrespectful to our scrubbing in listeners. <laughs> we could like, do that. We could we say, could- hey, we'll, we'll set it up. You have to listen to On Air with Ryan Seacrest to find out what really happened to Tanya. We could do right. that. Right. We don't do that. No, we don't do that because we respect our listeners. Yeah, but it would be a it's still a great way to get people to tune in. Uh, You know, I'm not saying every every time I'm just saying and I don't like it. It's not my character and I'm just I don't like it. I didn't like it on private practice. I don't like it on Station 19. And by the way, at least give me a previously on Station 19 so I can know that the guy got stabbed. Last I saw he was in a parking lot running or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I loved, I mean, I loved uh, station 19, I think is really good. And it's been growing on me when I watch it. I'm like, oh, I should go back and like get caught up on this. So I didn't hate it. And I loved private practice too. So y'all are uh, haters. No, we're just not skeezies. Oh, you're so lame. That would be like 
you being that's like you on the grammys being like um tune in for make sure we're gonna have more so tune into the night show or you'll no. miss out not no, the same thing. it's not the no. same thing. It's actually <laughs> no. not not that at all. Anyways, I'm sorry that y'all find it skeezy. I just I thought as from a marketing perspective, it's pretty smart. Well, I'm not saying it's not smart. I'm just saying I it causes a rebellious streak in me. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not cool to your fans. And I, I don't like that. Well, don't I worry, scrubbers. We're not going to do that to y'all. We'll no. keep every anything important that's happening. will be on. It'll be exclusive scrubbing in episode info. I would never do that to the scrubbers. Like I if we were wouldn't. both just like, if we're our talking boss, about our relationships, but you have to tune in. Like to- if our boss came to us and said, hey, like we have a, a new podcast and we really want you guys to help out and like do this, like something shady. I'd be like, sorry, no, you aren't doing that here. The only thing we do do, if I may say do do, uh, but all podcasts do this and I find it annoying. We do it. Others do it is putting those little ads for other shows in this in the feed. That's fine. It's kind of similar, though, but yes. I mean, well, no, because that would be like a commercial promoting uh, Station 19. Like, yeah, it's like a commercial, commercial grace. Yeah, but it's downloaded right to your phone. I don't know about that. I don't know if I like that. So if I see that on the scrubbing in feed, I'm going to have some words. I think I did, actually. I think our promo that we just got recently is going to be in other shows feeds. Oh, great. So that's great. We love the cross promotion. Love, love to see Big it. fan love of cross promotion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we have some emails to get to. So I think, I think that's what we should do. All right. This email is to Becca and Tanya, and it's from JP. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> Not to Station 19? No. JP says, my boyfriend is still friends with his ex with whom he'd been with for 10 years, basically throughout all of his 20s. They broke up in the fall of 2020. She initiated the breakup, and while my boyfriend wanted to work on the relationship, they eventually came to the realization that things weren't going to work out and ended things on good terms. Their lives continue to be intertwined. Her mom still randomly calls him to chat. The two families grew very close during their relationship. I know things ended on good terms, and everybody's happy where they are, but I can't help but feel intimidated and slightly annoyed that he's still so close with his ex. He's even told me that she's like family and that he loves her and he always will. While I know and trust that they're romantically over each other, his ex actually actually moved on first, I can't help but feel discouraged because I feel like I'm always going to be compared to his ex by his family and friends. We've been dating three months and things are going well otherwise. I just need help readjusting my perspective on this matter because I want to be secure and okay with them being friends. How do I go about this? got any words um i would say since you've only been dating for three months i would just keep going Uh, mark's giving me a a head nod so i'm hoping he thinks that what i'm saying is going to be profound and great but it's probably (laughs) not promises for that (laughs) um i would say it's only been three months so i would just say keep going in the dating and see how you feel if it gets worse and not better then maybe you dip out. But I think that this is something that as you grow in your relationship with him and your relationship grows stronger, that's just going to die down. That's what I think. I don't necessarily disagree with that. However, if I was dating someone who 
I knew was broken up with and he was not wanting the relationship to end and then was still in contact with her and her family, I would feel very insecure. And I think it would almost make me not be able to focus on the relationship in a healthy way. Hmm. I would just, I would mainly, I would just be upfront and honest with them and just say, Hey, I know that y'all had a good relationship and that it ended on good terms and that your families are close and your lives are intertwined. But I feel like I'm comparing myself. And I think knowing that you didn't necessarily want to get out of that relationship, like it wasn't his choice. I think just being upfront and honest and saying like, out of respect to our relationship, can there just be less communication on your end? Like he can't help it if the, I mean, it's awkward for him to tell the ex-girlfriend's mom, like, Hey, can you stop calling me? But I think like Tanya said, as the relationship goes on, it'll eventually die down. Cause I would think maybe her new boyfriend would be like, why is your mom calling your ex? And probably True. maybe feeling the same way if he knows about yeah. the relationship. So I would just have a conversation with him and be honest that, you know, you're a little intimidated by their relationship and you don't want it to affect your relationship. And I think the least he can do is limit their interaction where he can. Yeah, I agree. I don't have high hopes for this. And I'm sorry, JP, that I don't. Just in the general sense that you're the first relationship after a decade long relationship. I feel like the odds of that relationship succeeding, knowing nothing else are low. It's a rebound. It's a rebound situation, and that's that okay. Is devastating <laughs> advice and information from I Mark's corner. But I side with Tanya in the sense that take it day by day. Are you happy today? Is he giving you what you need and what you want today? And if he is, then let's stick here with it till tomorrow. But I and Becca's right too. Be open about your feelings because uh, I, I think there's a lot of. I think you're kind of walking in quicksand here. Okay, JP, don't listen to you know my negative do- Nancy over there. <laughs> no, but I do think that there are like certain. I think that JP, I think you'll be surprised if you do speak up because I was in this situation. I mean, it's a little bit different because you know it's just a little bit different, but because you know the relationship ended because the person I was dating wanted it to be over. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, the situation wasn't technically the same, but I had to kind of speak up and say that there needed to be boundaries there with that relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like I had to speak up and say, I need there to be boundaries. I am in a new relationship with you, blah, blah, blah. And he was really respectful and receptive and made those changes and set those boundaries and like really listened to me. And I felt really heard. And so I think that's what I was saying. I think as time goes on, you will start to see a change because I did feel like that at some point, like early on. And then I started to see the, I, I spoke up, mm-hmm. the boundaries were set and I felt really stable. So I think it will either work itself out or it won't. That's, I mean, similar with my, you know, when Robert and I ended, we were friends before we started dating. And so when we broke up, it was a very like, healthy really I mean breakup in the sense that like nothing bad no one did anything it was just like this isn't right but I still wanted that friendship with him but 95p was just like hey that you know makes me kind of uncomfortable if you're like talking all the time and I was like totally I totally understand that and then Robert started dating um someone else too and it was kind of just like being able to respect each other's relationships and our own I think was just you know but I needed to hear it to realize that like I needed to know that um, 95 P was uncomfortable for me to have that realization of like, Oh, I see where that would be awkward and for you. Yeah. A lot of options here, JP. Next up from Kennedy. (laughs) That's a great name. 
as well, by the way. <laughs> Kennedy says, I'm 21 years old, going into my senior year of college. My best friend since first grade and I have always been the single friends of our group. We also happen to be the only virgins, not for religious reasons as well. Recently, my best friend has met someone and began becoming romantic with them. I'm reaching out because I'm struggling with trying to be a supportive friend. Anytime we talk, it is hard to listen to all the details of her having exactly what I want. I still have hope that love will find me and even just started calling in the one and I'm loving it. But am I being a bad friend by not completely being happy for my friend and even going as far as to distance myself? How do I be a supportive friend while also keeping my feelings and mental health a priority? I got sidetracked after she said calling in the one. What the friend, the friend's trying to do what? She's, she's just saying, how can she, you just like felt like a ego like boost yeah, that like, oh, you contributed uh, to helping her. Yeah. Uh, she basically said, am I being a bad friend by not being completely happy? Or even if I need to distance myself, how do I be supportive while also keeping my feelings and mental health priority? Because single. Yeah, she she wants what her friends experiencing, and they've always been the both the single uh-huh, uh-huh. the single I ones see, in their I friend see. group. So now she feels like she's the only one in the friend group who doesn't have that. Let me tell you something, girl. There's one relationship that you're gonna have your whole life, and that is with yourself. You can't compare. People are going to go in relationships. People are going to come out of relationships. Your friends are going to get married. Your friends are going to go through divorce. Yeah. Sometimes you'll be single. Sometimes you'll be in a relationship. Sometimes you'll need to cry on their shoulders. Sometimes they'll need to cry on yours. That's how your life is going to be from now until you're a hundred. So you can't like, you can't, I feel like when you're, especially in college, like you always have that buddy system of like, we're the single ones or like, we know when, I don't know, that's how I always was in our sorority. Like we always, I always like had one person that like did something with me. And when you graduate, honestly, I feel like when you graduate from college, all that's over, you're a one man show. So it's like, you can't like, you just got to do you. Yeah. Did that make sense? Well, uh, yeah. So I'm not sure it's good advice for the current situation. <laughs> But excellent, great uh, life advice. Yeah, the general advice is very good. <laughs> great. Now, Kennedy, I don't know if it helps her at all. <laughs> yeah, great, great advice for the <laughs> listeners, Tanya. But yeah. for Kennedy, um, I think that if you needing to be a good friend is distancing yourself to figure out how to love yourself even in a single phase of life and like having like Tanya said having that relationship if you need to distance yourself and focus on you know doing calling in the one and finding things that you love to do like either by yourself or with your other friends then do that but I also think that like Tanya said there's always things whether it's your friends being in relationships or when it's work stuff or um, people doing things that you wish you were doing with your life there's always those moments of like wanting what we don't have and then when you have it you want what someone else has even Mm -hmm. if it's in a Mm -hmm. totally different category Mm so your friendship is more important than you like your friendship. I guess I'm assuming cause you wrote in to ask advice for it is more important than you needing to have someone to like, so you can be supportive while still wanting that for yourself, but don't dwell on it so much because what it's really going to, it's not going to affect her as much as it's going to affect you. Like, cause you're going to be losing your friendship and you're going to be feeling like a little bit of resentment and bitterness, which is what's the quote? Bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. 
Mm. Good one, Becca. Thank you. But it's true. I mean, I think it's more so like kind of figuring out, is it, does it, do you feel left? Like, do you feel alone? Do you feel jealous? Do you like the guy that she's dating or whoever she's dating? Like just kind of find things like where that stems from. If it's just because you feel like you're the only one, because listen, I'm in a very healthy, happy relationship. And I still have moments where I'm like, I look at photos where I was single and I was like, that was the best. Like I had the Mm -hmm. best time doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we all can agree with that. Grass is always greener. The grass is always greener, no matter what's happening in your life. Mm So value your friendship, be supportive and also find other people who maybe are in the same phase of life as you. Yeah. There's always room for new friends. I relate to this. When my friend Kurt and I moved to Los Angeles, you know, we wanted to become, you know, famous actors and performers and all this stuff and TV stars. And um, and so we both started going out on auditions and getting agents and stuff like that. And that was the feeling. We were best friends who moved out here together. But I got a commercial agent before he did, and I could see it in his eyes. He was not happy for me. And then he got like a theatrical agent to send you out on TV auditions before I did. And I was not happy for him. You know, it's a competition after a certain point. So I, I think you just got to fake it to some degree. But also what Becca was saying, you can find nuggets based in reality. You could say to her, oh, my God, I am so jealous right now because that's true and that's real. And I think she's going to like hearing that, honestly, because who wouldn't? So I, th- I think you just kind of got to get through this and it's mm-hmm. going to work out fine. Everything is going to be OK. And five, 10 years from now, you'll laugh about this. For sure. Totally. And also like cut out time for y'all to have your friendship time. Like just because she's in a relationship when y'all are just you, it's not, she's your friend first, especially when you're in that time together. So carve out time where it's just you and, and so that you don't feel like a third wheel or whatever that makes you feel. Good advice. It's good. Listen, we beat Oprah for a reason. That's right. Advice givers. Yeah. Can't get this kind of advice over there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not these interview skills either. Nope. No, <laughs> no. Sharp as a tack over here. <laughs> oh, tacks are sharp, actually. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I know what I said. That's why it's an expression. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. we're losing Tanya quickly, so... <laughs> All I know is Patrick Dempsey is back on our screens this week, and that has me living for Thursday. So um, until next week, have a wonderful week. I said week so many times. Week, week, week. (laughs) I'm going to go sleep, sleep, sleep. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to put you. We were supposed to do our boudoir Boudoir. uh, shoot today, but Tanya... Uh, has had some interferences. Yeah, Niagara Falls coming out of... <laughs> okay, she's on her period. That's all. <laughs> wow. We didn't need to go. Yeah, wow. So disappointing. I know. I mean, there's nothing sexy about that. Like, I was just like, I thought, like, you know what's actually pretty incredible is that I spent, I don't even know how, how long I was out of my apartment yesterday. I left, I left at 10 a.m. and I came back at like 11 p.m. So over 12 hours. And all I did was have one menstrual cup in there all day. Promo for and the flex, flex. Cup. They're not even a sponsor anymore. But damn, and your cup runneth over, right? <laughs> Barely. Like it was like ready. It was ready to come out when I got home. But I was just so. I'm like, this is what this is what menstrual cups are made of. Like game day, you know? Exactly. Yeah, game day the right way. Game day the right way. Um. Huh. All right. Well. 
So we're not doing that. So that will be postponed to another day, but it'll be fine. We want it to be when you're feeling your best. I know. And I'm just not feeling my best. Okay. I'm just not. Someone asked asked me in the Facebook group the other day if that was going to happen today. And I almost texted you, Tanya, but I felt like that could be like an HR problem. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I'll I'll let her bring that up to me. Okay. I still I want to do it because I got a spray tan so I like I'm like tan I just like I'm bloated and bleeding oh my god (laughs) it's true so there's your title for the podcast thank you oh just in under the wire too all right perfect um have a great week we love you all see you next time Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.